sijajua matendo yako Mungu wala sijawahi kudhania utakaa moyoni mwangu nikaendelea kutafakari kuhusu wewe Mungu nikatafakari kama Mungu yupo angenitoa katika mateso ninayopitia nikasikia mwimbaji anaimba njoo fanyiwe maombi kwa pale kwenye maombi mwingine akaima oh sikilize Mungu sikia sauti yake nikasikia sauti na mimi ndipo nikaamini ya kwamba Mungu ni Mungu tu kweli nimeamini hakika wewe ni Mungu majani mwangu sababu ya kukushukuru bado sijajua kama wewe Mungu anijua dhambi zote nimezijutia kwako mimi nimekimbilia na mimi siku zote nitaimba kwamba Yesu ni bwana sema kweli Yesu ni bwana maisha ni mwangu asiwezi jizuia sema wako wema na wala sina mashaka na wewe Yesu wangu kwamba ana upendo wako Zunguka, 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 zunguka eh. Oh oh oh. Sikujua kama leo nitakuwa hivi nilivyo. Hata hapa umenifikisha ni kwa neema na rehema. Kwa neema tu na rehema.
maisha ni mwale ndivyo ulivyo nitalikimiti jina lako siku zote ndivyo ulivyo hakuna kama wewe bwana ninakutukuza ndivyo ulivyo
Nishima nyumbani Doa ni maele wano Mwelewe mmeo Doa kusaidiana Kusaidiana Doa maneno matam Maneno matam Doa kuheshimiana Heshima nyumbani Doa ni maele wano Mwelewe mkeo Doa kusaidiana
Mzungwa Bila kazi ya mikono Mutapiga migu ya sanamu Kwenye chumba na ulongo Nipo Nipo kile chumba na shawa Kweka tabu safi Kwenye kunja mipande mipande Ah, 
Muka na tunia ni na ipena tuendele. Kita kuto. Shangilia Yesu, Shangilia Yesu. Shangilia Yesu, Shangilia Yesu. Kuna tu Shangilia. Global Radio na kukualikania ase amanganama ya senchira yu wikirano ni kongkuru kwa masi ontitari tangani tiganda kumanya senchira yu wenge abobisa kurwa Venezuela kuhunengi wanabobisa bobo kibago ATP na umunyakirugu Kenya Kwanza Women Battalion urusagiru wa tranzo ya kukikiria Raila Sokwanga kukirana ase muja dalorero Abadi kwa baneba ABC kugendra kurwanira magimabo imea nyamira Na umuraibu ensu mosike uru kenyata kuhigirua emira ubiru au au ya magendro imea kaunti ya nakuru Asayo amawanaenda mangu mwancho motagarina kukwanirina kukwaliganitu ya igwe asubu ikiranu Masi ontita Abobisa bakuruwania obokebago aiga Kenya ATP ni igo babo unengi abana nchibata toba Venezuela 
Abu Babigetu Biara Ekiaeta Nechi Stika, Echebito Wetania Chirbu Komibio Guakira Chikura, Nigo Babuatraniria Nedi Mochodio Gotuara Ebin Tebitanjeri Mea Kenya Sabonoiga, Yorabuna Yoniga Go Chachingaki, Omo Nyakirobeke Mbeke ABC Wafula Chibukati, Again Retago Singer Rabuna Chistika, Echo Nigo Chalente to Kenya, Kolengana Nedi Chico, Nigo Boyogo Aigere Camponia Smartmatic, Yaetu Ekonda Yokolenta Ebi Fabia Kim. Na komenta una ekonde yonigo ya enanetue kolengana nerichiko. Watikana na yomo nyakirogo bobo mbubwa Kenya Kwanza Women Battalion Urosa Giruwa Transu ya Caroline Murai Nigatabribu negatamba kurukia udinga kuerusa na niya kuruwase edibete ya baraiba kurigupa presidente Nikioro kelio una nabugato bobo wabugo chakubu wase obacholibole motue no nyanabo ababuatani ba udinga ni goba tabrubna ni manifesto ya udinga ni manyekeni naba Kenya kwa itirasi chikampeni aao na gento nkeyo kira mobitirie udinga kwa itirana ase dibete yo and we know William Samoe Ruto is a force and I'm very disappointed kusikia kwamba Raila Amolo Odinga ametoroka hii dibete ngependa kuambia Raila hivi wewe unaogopa nini Raila Raila wewe unasema kwamba wewe ndiyo shuja sikuja utuonyesho ushuja wako sisi tuko tunakongoja kwa hamu na gamu kuja tuweze kuona kile ambayo uko naye apart from baba care hiyo kila siku tunasikia ukiimba tunataka tujue what else do you have for the common mwananchi wa Kenya na kurua ase kaunti ya Nyamira bali kwa bane ba ABC ba alikuegelia bakara ni Nyamira ni kwa nera magimabo maega yuko saga nwane bibago asumabugani oyomo ime kaunti ya Nyamira se bako mboete chinyomba choboraro oroboti roba nyanyimbo ni goro koro kia bunabanabu ni goba saga netuene bibago ebibia begete chingoba chaba nyanyimbo na ni goba bunetomorangu li tukoli ya jumapili ni goba ulete chisimine chisimine laptop chabo na ebibage byombirabe kwa byarago ikabono igento kereire omobisa otendete a ebisi orosagero nyamira antoni njoroge kobolio bolendi botinigwe anene chinga kebo cholibogen rete gusukange Nasa manganaria kolekali tukulia lero umuraibu enso mosike uru kenyatanigo aigura mwao ya magendro aseka unche na kuruwa sacha kerensemo ya olkaria 5 jothamo power station uigura kusuligeli umurubulio buwe railway ya maimaiu naivasha ICD amo no umurubulio buwa maache asusua na buigo kutalira ekampuni ya Turkish ceramic granite and tiles Watikana na yu abanto wakule kubotikana na jali ya nithini kwa baikire mirongi tato na batano. Mwaka yu monto oge nrete konyora obogwenia gokuwa. Wikirabono ni goya niki gubuna abasubati bakule ni gubalengi kumina batano nomo na abasache kumina kianda katiyabo abana ababire. Abanto ikumini gubage nrete konyoro bugwenia asachinya getali aao kulingana nomo komanda bubo nyanyimbo county ya Tharakanithi. Na abamura emerongebere noyomo na abaiseke noyomo besukuru ya mirera kutoka ime ya naivasha ni gobabe kuribiara mwaka yoko buatu waba kunyonya sole kirasime. Kwa lengana na banyanyimbo abakagirua ni gobale nge kuchengira lituko liukuiburo kuyo mobo na obotuki ni gobuacha kiwe kumanya aseba rusia enya sole yo. Samanga na maia, tulokia inkoro yao, esemie na EGR.
Kamasi on Tita. Gotikana na yomu governor bwe county ya Transo ya Patrick Haimbani gwa igereire bokoleri bwaye bwe miaka 10 ya county asekere bunanigo abekire oboroso bwa magendro a a amagendro bunaye chichiro tinyagetali nabo igogwaka echeki obolemi amonichinse mochinde. It may appear to some of these people that what we have achieved is so small, we want to give them a microscope. But on condition, they bring their score sheet from where they are to present to the people of Transoya. Vile nimefanya, hata wawo wafanye, kama yangu ni kidogo, tuwape makofi wawo. This is what I want to say, to siende hii utapeli, hii fitina, hii mambo ya kuvutana. Nikobono abolirie abamenyi ba tranzo ya gochora umugavano ndibwensi barata ke na kubabolia baraibara choru ya maega yobo choli kwenye kebuna bakore meremo amo na kukwalero mwana inchi o tranzo ya emeremo elio akonye ke. My call is that people of Transoya, including leaders, should work jointly, especially in the next administration, to enable that administration achieve more. We have faced so many problems, so many court cases. Fellas we've sent it to Nairobi have never cooperated with the county. I'm saying that must change so that the county moves a little better than what we have done. Kurwa maiko abanainchi batunisha nigo bagete chikura chama onyabu igoro igoro ye katiba enya eyo ya chageti wenumo president wense yo kai saida eyo no nyanabu yagi kerigwe munu asoko ya president chinguru chinyinge echo chiralente obo dictator nyorabu na chikura echo nigo chagetu mwako ya mbuka maiga yumo president kai saida kubuna eserikari na kutenenia ebunge Gento kia roka nire unanigo e tachinguru mono na nigo kia gikirigwe mono naba mirelia baye. Wekirabu mwancho mwotakirarino nko ya butura manginama ya senchira yu wekirano. Gendara kutotakira wetera www.agrnews.co.ke Nigo nkuru kwa masi ontita na kukana hiri obotakirari obia. Ayunaro amaya atekire ntoke ndrenu kumanya amange kurwa AGR chegeumbu kiombuzi
remember when I was a child living in New York, my father would pick me up and put me on top of his shoulders and run me around the apartment. And I remember as he would do this, I would grab hold of his beard and I would hold on for dear life. And when I think back to this, I know it must have been excruciatingly painful for him. Yet in those moments, I just knew that my father loved me. The Bible describes God as three co-eternal persons. There's God the Holy Spirit, God the Son, and then there's God the Father. Did you know that God is the eternal Father? And I can already hear you saying to me, how can I relate to God as Father? My father was never around, or my father was abusive, or my father abandoned me when I was a child, or I don't even know who my father is. Please hear me. If that is you, God says to you today, no, I am not your earthly father. I am your heavenly father. And when the Bible describes what your heavenly father is like, it says in 1 John 4, 8, God is love. He loved you so much that the Bible says in John 3, 16, that God gave his only son, that if you believe in him, you will have eternal life. He's your eternally loving father, and he will neither abandon, abuse, or leave you. He says to you today, I am your father. When I was growing up, December was always the month to look forward to because December met me with celebration after celebration. It was my birthday, my brother's birthday, my cousin's birthday, and then the holiday season. And the best thing about the holiday season was holidays meant no school. And better than that, no school also meant sleepovers. Sleepovers were always a time to do the impossible. I remember as a kid with my cousins and my brothers, we would try to make the biggest s'more or build the largest fort that we could with pillows, blankets, and chairs without getting hurt. But I remember this one specific sleepover. We had decided that we were going to try during the holiday season to catch the big guy in red. We knew that he liked cookies and milk because we had known that from TV and books. So we had warmed up a plate of cookies, gotten out a tall glass of milk, and planted it in our living room. But we knew that that, that couldn't be enough. We had to do something more. We knew that we, we had to hatch a plan. So John, being the eldest at the time, thought that the best thing to do would be to try to form a human barricade. So he and PJ were going to sleep right under the tree and we were going to get the perimeter. So four of us laid all around it from our head to our toes connected to make sure that in order to get to that tree, this guy would have to step on at least one of us. <laughs> and that worked pretty well especially when our eyes started to droop. We got so sleepy. We got so sleepy. 
because it was definitely getting closer to midnight. <laughs> At this point, we were up hours past our bedtime. So we all started to yawn and our tummies started to grumble and we just wanted to eat the cookies that we had already set out on the plate. But we knew that more than the cookies, we wanted to see this man. So as our eyes started to close, we told each other, hey, if you get stepped on, or if you hear anything, make sure you scream at the top of your lungs to make sure that everyone else woke up because we all would get to see him. <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite memories. And I think if I had to describe it in one word, the best word would be hope. But then you might ask, so what, what is hope? And I don't think I have the authority to go about describing or defining what hope is, but I can tell you what other people say about hope. Hope means to place confidence or trust, to expect. To expect. So here we were, expecting to see this person. And due to that expectation, we had a corresponding action. So in our case, that was cookies, milk, and a human barricade. So that was our action. But some others are different. Take Abraham. Abraham had to leave his family and his home. Moses had to speak to Pharaoh. Joshua had to silently go around Jericho. Paul had to speak to the Gentiles. All very, very different from milk and cookies, but all still actions from a corresponding expectation. So then I guess the question becomes, what am I supposed to expect? I expect God to be with me whenever I invite him. I expect him to come back and come back soon. And I expect him to use me in whatever capacity in order to make sure that the people I love are there with me. But then sometimes those actions are hard and sometimes they're difficult and sometimes they're just downright embarrassing, even if it's easy. Which reminds me something Kierkegaard had mentioned. He said, the Bible was very easy to understand, but we as Christians are a bunch of scheming swindlers. We pretend to be unable to understand it because we know very well that the minute we understand, we are obliged to act accordingly. Take any words in the New Testament and forget everything except pledging yourself to act accordingly. So if you take Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Then the fear can dissipate. The embarrassment will just melt away. And the action, you've just got to do. So really the only question left is with God. 
what's not possible? hit rock bottom. I'm at my wit's end. I've been searching, looking for something more. Some people stop here. Some people don't get up. But I haven't given up hope yet. And I know it's going to take faith. kinds of addictions. He had seen counselors and psychologists, but he began to attend one of my Bible studies, and he got to know the Christ whom I have come to love, and he was freed from these debilitating addictions because of his relationship with God. I felt so torn inside having to say goodbye to my family and my friends. I had actually started looking for various places to live, but I knew it would be very difficult for me to adjust. And yet I knew I had to trust God. I knew that wherever He sent me, He would be my home. He took my pain and used it for His gain. My name is Carla, and my prayer was answered. So the other day, I was in the grocery store getting food for the week, and a scene caught my attention. Down the aisle from me was this family of four. There was a mother, a father, and two sons. The oldest son was in full military uniform. It was clear that he had been out on deployment, and he was back with his family for a time. And I could tell that they were all so excited to have him back and that they were deciding to just make a big spaghetti dinner together. Well, the youngest son is there. He's about seven or eight years old, and he is ecstatic to have his brother back. He's jumping all over him and asking him a thousand and one questions. One of the questions that he was asking him that I overheard was about him doing push-ups. He said, can you do 10 push-ups? 
And the older brother, who is big, strong, strapping, responded, of course I can do 10 push-ups. He says, well, well, can you do 20 push-ups? He says, yes, I can do that too. Can you do 25 push-ups? Yes, I can do that too. Can you do 50 push-ups? Yes, I can do that too. Well, can you do 50 push-ups with me on your back? And the older brother thinks for a little bit and says, yes, I can do that too. Well, like any younger brother would, he looks at his older brother and says, prove it. So right there in the middle of the store, in the middle of this grocery aisle, the older brother in his military uniform gets down on the floor in push-up position, invites his younger brother onto his back and begins to do the push-ups. He gets to 20, he gets to 30, 40, 45, and finally he gets to 50. He's done them all. And then the younger brother hops off of his back and he's jumping around the store saying, we did it, we did it, we did it. And I had to laugh to myself because really, technically, the younger brother didn't do anything. It was the strength of his older brother at play the whole time. In Philippians 4, in verse 13, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, the interesting thing about this text is that right before this, Paul is saying that he has been abased and he's been abounding, meaning that that he has been in difficult times and he's been in uh, really easy times. He's had times where he's been in great need and times where he hasn't needed that much at all. And here he finally comes all the way down to the point that he can do all things, no matter what it is, because he has the strength of Christ within him. I don't know about you, but I have certainly had my questions about whether or not I can get through certain difficult tasks and difficult times in my life. There have been times where things are going really, really well and times where things have been extremely hard. I've recently lost family members. And as my family is is going through this difficult time, we've been asking, how can we get through all of this? Where's the strength going to come from? Where is our hope? I don't know about you, but there have been difficult times on my job and at school. Hard times where I'm really wondering, God, how am I going, how am I going to meet these deadlines? How am I going to make it through all of the things that I am going through. We all face times where it feels as though we've really come to the end of our rope, where we've been traveling along, aimlessly wondering, where is this thing taking me? Where am I going? Where is all of this ending? And we wonder sometimes, how is it that we're going to make it to the end? But this text here, Philippians 4 and verse 13 is a promise that in everything, no matter what it is that we're going through, no matter what it is that we're facing, that there is strength out there. There's someone who is willing to take us onto his back and to put his strength inside of us and to give us the ability to actually go through all of the things that we've been facing. I don't know what you are facing, I don't know what difficulties are in your life, whether that be financial or maybe it's in your relationships. Perhaps it's even in your health. 
But the promise is that no matter what it is that you're going through, whether you're abounding or you're abased, whether you have everything you need, or whether you really need more, your hope and your strength can come through Christ who is willing to strengthen you. The beautiful thing about hope is that it isn't just activated for this one situation. Hope exists for every future challenge and every future situation you will ever go through. I think the beautiful thing that I experienced that day in the grocery store, watching this older brother and younger brother do these push-ups together, was that even as I was checking out and about to leave the store, I noticed that the older brother was carrying on his shoulders the younger brother. And in my mind, I imagined that this younger brother had all kinds of hope in his older brother because he's proven his strength to him before. For me, as I go through my life, as I think about all the things I've been through in the past, and I even look out at the challenges that are coming my way today, I have hope that God has been strong enough, that my older brother has been strong enough for me in the past, and that strength has not left, that that strength still exists, and it will exist forever, that he does have me, that he has the strength to carry me. So I challenge you and I invite you to just lean on him, to really just trust that your older brother has the strength to carry you through whatever it is that you may be going through. Yes, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Death is the only inescapable, unavoidable, sure thing. We are sentenced to die the day we're born. Death is a debt we all must pay. Some people are so afraid to die that they never begin to live.
every man must do two things alone. He must do his own believing and his own dying. Death is not a period, but a comma in the story of life. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. and welcome. You are watching This Is My Health, a show that seeks to empower you to take control of your health. May I just remind you, if you have been watching a few of our episodes, that health here is defined in its broadest terms. We look at health holistically to include various dimensions, like what we all know, Physical health. Physical health will involve issues that have to do with your organs, you know, your hands, your headache, your heart, your lungs, those kinds of things, they go under physical health. But we've got one very important component in our bodies, our brain, our mind. Other than when you can have a brain tumor, which will then go into physical health, there are issues that have got to do with your thinking, your reasoning, and how you see life in general, those will fall under mental health. Issues of stress, issues of drug addiction, issues of uh, depression, even issues of suicide, those they fall under mental health, which may not be something that you can see, but is going on in somebody's mind. Then we've got emotional health. You know you may be unwell because you are feeling so bad because somebody said something, somebody's irritating you. It's not so much that you are mentally unwell, but there is issues with your emotions. You know, love issues, for example, those are issues of emotional health. And then, of course, we've got the environment that we look after. We've got diseases like malaria in our territory. We have heard of diseases like the Ebola, you know, the diseases like cholera, all those are diseases that are coming out from things of the environment, of how we are dealing with our environment. And the list goes on. We can also talk about social issues. A lot of people, they have many physical conditions, which I call symptoms of something that has gone wrong at home. 
when somebody is going through a divorce, then everything begins to fall apart. They can't function in the way that they have used, they were used to. When somebody's child is misbehaving in ways that are so stressful, you are back to issues of social health. So, as you are listening to our show, try and figure out for yourself also, what kind of health area is this that they're talking about? But when we say, this is my health, we are looking at it holistically. Because ultimately, no matter what health dimension you are dealing with, if you do not take control of that, you are going to end up at the physical side. That I call symptoms. You'll end up at the doctor's office because your blood pressure is high. You'll end up at the doctor's office because your tummy aches, because you cannot sleep at night, because you have a headache. And then we start talking about health as you know it. This doctor is not helping me. That one gave me this drug. That doctor is so good he has managed to do one, two, three. All of those things, he's just dealing with a little bit of the health part that you have failed to control on the bigger part. So this is my health. Today we have in our studio a very special guest who is going to highlight some other areas of health in our lives. His name is Pastor Ngomba and he comes from the SID. Welcome my elder. Thank you. You are Pastor Ngomba yes, and yes. you work with the SID. Yes. What do you do for the SID? I'm the uh, Chief Finance Officer for SID mm -hmm. and uh, I'm responsible for managing the finances for the SID office but also supervising the, the, the whole territory of SID. And SID here is Southern Africa Indian Ocean Division. Yes. Those who have watched earlier episodes would have figured out what SID is. Now, help me out here. You said you are Pastor Ngomba. Yes. And you say you are washing finances. Yes. How do the two add up? Uh, this is very, very possible that a pastor can be a chief finance officer. Okay. Because the pastor uh, was trained in accounting. Aha. Yeah, when I went to um, do my undergraduate, I did uh, theology and accounting. Oh. And when I came back, the church sent me back to school and I did an MBA. So you actually are one of those that have got dual knowledge. Yes. So in our studio, you've got the financial health and then you've got the spiritual health. Yes. You see, everything is healthy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you are one of the best doctors we are going to send out there. And you come from? I come from Malawi. Uh -huh. The northern part of Malawi. The northern part of Malawi. Yes. We have not had anybody from Malawi as our guest here. And I'm sure that our viewers may want to know a little bit about Malawi. So before we get into some of the other things, tell me a little bit about your country. Okay. Where is Malawi? What happens in Malawi? You know, some brief things. Malawi is uh, one of the sad countries mm -hmm. uh, bordering with uh, Tanzania in the north, Zambia in the west, Mozambique in the east and in the south. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I come from. And uh, we, um, many an agricultural uh, country. That's oh, where okay. much of our economy comes from. 
The only thing that I know about Malawi is we've got something called Lake Malawi. Yes. What's so special about that? Lake Malawi is very special. One, mm -hmm. it has got very clean waters. Mm -hmm. Number two, it has got one of the best species of fish. We call it chambo. <laughs> okay, yes. okay. So that is why if I ever go to Lake Malawi, I've got to find out a little bit more about even this chambo business. Yes, yeah? you'll find it in Blanta, where that's a town in Malawi, and Lirongwe, the capital city. Okay. Almost all, all over the country, chambo is there because people like it. Okay. Yes. Now, um, the Adventist Church, how is it doing in Malawi? Is it a big church? What is its relation? Are there many Adventists there? Yeah, Adventist Church in Malawi is quite big, possibly among the denominations in Malawi. Mm. The Seventh Adventist Church should be uh, possibly number three or number four, many number three. So there are many Adventists there? Yes, uh, there are more than 500,000 Adventists in Malawi. Okay. Yes. Now, let's go back to your department in terms of health. Yes. What does your department within the church structure do to facilitate that health programs can go on as they should? Because members are trying their best, I want to believe, to do something about health. Some even to claim the health for themselves, but some are feeling like, what is enabling? What are you doing to enable our programs to move forward? The Treasury Department is very, very important in promoting health okay. because it supports um, many departments, including health department, by providing resources, budgets, and uh, uh, sponsoring all those programs. Uh -huh. So that is our contribution that we do. But also as the members of, of the church and of the team, we are also participating in, in a healthy um, lifestyle. So we are also exemplary. Do you actually deliberately do things for health to help the programs, or is it just something that comes as a matter of work? The, um, the department is part of the Adventist Church, uh -huh. which promotes health. So, so there would be no department that would keep itself aloof from health in the Adventist Church. Yes, we have had one of the guests who came here and used a very interesting word. He said, we are mainstreaming health. Yes. So every department has got to have health inside. And that's, of course, why I was asking you to find yes. out how have you mainstream health. But that is fine. So um, that is as far as the church goes. Let me talk about you. Yes. You are a leader. Yes. in the church, and I mm. understand you are trained as a pastor. Yes. Of course, you are a finance person. Mm. Can you tell me, do you espouse the health message? Do you practice it yourself as a leader? Yes, I do practice it from far backwards. Mm -hmm. Before I even came to be a church or employee, mm -hmm. I have been practicing an Adventist health lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I do exercises, i vegetarian, I also follow all those principles that, to my best, I follow those principles that promote good health. But you come from Malawi and you just told us how in Malawi we eat fish, chambo. Yes. How do you survive to be a vegetarian that comes yes. from Malawi eating the chambo? Or maybe you are the one that eats I fish. Am, I'm not vegan. Uh -huh. That means I, I, I am vegetarian, uh, a vegetarian who takes fish. I also take some milk ah. and some, 
some eggs. You know, we have a name for that. No. We call them pesco vegetarian. Yes. I thought that was going to be a big word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, it is yes. a very big word, yes. but uh, yes. yes. Yeah. So That's the type of vegetarian I am. So you are the kind of vegetarian that yes. eats fish. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So um, we are going to take a break now. And when we come back from the our short break, because we have kind of run out of time right now, we will be able to go now deeper into some of the other aspects of health that you are doing, that your department is doing, and that are being done even in Malawi. Thank you. We'll be back after these short messages. loves you and respecting the health he gave you living creation healthy is one way you can show that you are allowing his love to make you more like him God wants you to be transformed by his grace changed from a person who is self-centered and proud to one who is humble and eager to serve others when you realize that God loves you despite your flaws and that his gifts can lead to greater joy and personal fulfillment then he can begin that incredible transformation process. A trusting relationship with your Creator empowers every aspect of your life. God gives you everything you need in order to grow and produce the fruits of creation health. The fruit of making wise choices, the fruit of rest, the fruit of creating restorative environments, the fruit of mental and physical activity, the fruit of trusting God, the fruit of meaningful relationships, positive outlook, and the fruit of celebrating the bounty of Eden. Creation Health, it's far more than a healthy lifestyle, more than a wellness program. Creation Health is a living, breathing adventure between you and your Creator. It's an adventure to be learned, to be shared, and experienced every day. You'll never live the same. That's Creation Health. Welcome back. If you've just joined us now, you are watching This Is My Health. And today in the studio, we've got Pastor Ngomba, who is the Chief Financial Officer from Southern Africa Indian Ocean Division. And he was just telling us a little bit about his home country, Malawi, and also about the kind of work that he does and how that empowers people to be able to take control of their health. Welcome back, Pastor. Thank you. Um, when we went, you had just been telling us how you personally actually practice the health message. And you told us how you've been doing some exercise and you're doing some of those things even before you started to work for the church. Yes. Now, I want to go back to your profession. Yes. You are an accountant, you are a finance person. Have you experienced any health challenges that you would say come with the territory of being an accountant and finance person? Yes, I think I have. Mm. Um, one of them that I attribute to my profession mm. is the, the backache. 
What? Back. I've got a okay, back. Okay, the backache. Yes, yes. backache. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I feel that possibly due to long sitting in the office, usually as accountants, we work with deadlines. You have reports to submit. Usually we tend to overwork or to work uh, overtime, of course, without being paid. So it may be uh, some, uh, somehow something challenging to one's health. Okay. Yeah. Do you struggle with backache yourself? Yes. So what have you found to do? How have you found yourself to deal with it? Yeah, I have learned to move around. I don't just sit in the office. If I want to get someone to give me something, sometimes I move to that office. I move up and down while I'm working. And also make sure that my chair, my chair which I'm using is, is a right one. So those are some of the mitigating factors that I'm, I'm putting on myself. But now, contrary to the message of our show, which says yes. go for preventing, take control of your health, yes. you have learned from having hurt your back, it yes. would seem, yes. that now your back is hurting and now you are doing all these things. When you look back and when you are having the younger accountants that are coming up, what would you advise them if somebody says, I don't want to end up at a stage where I've done bad things to my back? What would you suggest or advise them to do? Uh, one way is to uh, help them uh, make sure that they prioritize their work. Mm-hmm that they should be doing the first things first, plan their work. If you plan your work, you'll be able to achieve more. Mm-hmm. So that will prevent uh, someone from just sitting. Uh, others have knocked off. You are still in the office because you didn't finish. So it needs someone to plan the work and be able to prioritize. Those things that you may not do today because you had more important things to do, you can do them tomorrow if you have uh, planning. Uh, we have got a good plan for your work. So yeah. in some way, the example that you've brought, just brought up gives us another aspect of an environmental type of health. Yes. Uh, because we are telling us of how somebody's work and how they position themselves. You know, of course, it's occupational hazard mm-hmm. of some sort. But if the chair was fine, if the environment was set in a particular way, that would not happen. Sure. And, uh, I'm hoping that the people at home I'm hearing are hearing that the message is instead of you waiting to have a backache and trouble with your mm. body and then go and start seeking, you know, yeah, massages, patients. medical things. Prevent that. Yes. Take control of your, your back. Yes. Perhaps stand up more, as you are rightfully mm. saying. When you sitting down is one of the worst things that we can do for ourselves, actually. Yes. Stand up more. Work, walk around a bit more, yes. and then out of that, prevent that. Yes. Is that the only condition that you have experienced as an accountant? Um, mainly, yeah, of course, one way it affects also a family. Mm-hmm. A family health. You have got a family and you work over time. You have Another one that I'm hoping to hear from you, maybe you are, it's not popping up in your mind yes. because 
we think celebrations. We've yes. got this nice little word, I, integrity. Yes. I'm hoping to hear from okay. you because I often hear so much of it yes. from the finance people. Yes. What would you like to say about okay. integrity in terms of finances? Okay. Integrity is very, very important because it uh, saves you, um, the organization, from a lot of problems. Because if you are not uh, someone who do not have integrity, you are going to find yourself uh, in a situation where you are accused or you are blamed or you have been found guilty of misappropriating uh, the funds uh, that do not belong to you. And because of that, you may be um, dismissed from work or you may be even arrested. And by doing that, you are going to um, somehow impact on your health, even the health of your family. Exactly. Yes. And I want actually to believe that even in the process when somebody is misappropriating to borrow your weight, mm. yes. they might not be living a comfortable life. No. I want to imagine you live in fear, fear of being found out. Yes. Yes. What if somebody finds this out? Yes. What if somebody gets to know what I have done? Yes. And within that sphere, you start to have depression. Yes. You may actually find yourself with high blood pressure mm. and you don't know why you are having high blood pressure. But that is perhaps because there is something that is eating up in your mind. Very true. Yes. Very now true. I want, because you are such a special person, you've got the financial side and then you've got the pastoral side. Yes. They are what people are, look, are listening to you. Yes. Before we part, are there any parting words you'd like to say? Be yes. it uh, as a pastor or as a finance person? I would want to encourage the, our viewers, our listeners, that uh, there is a way we can um, promote health, even spiritually. Mm -hmm. Among the things that we believe that bring in good health is trust, trust in God. Yes. We have a lot of worries, challenges about finances, challenges about home about problems and challenges. But we need also to know that there is a God who cares for us. Mm -hmm. There is a verse in the Bible, First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, mm -hmm. which says, uh, uh, God takes care of you. So trust in him. Mm -hmm. So God is there to take care of us. We need to uh, lay our burdens to him because he is a caring God. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would encourage our viewers and uh, all those uh, who are listening that uh, amidst all the challenges, we must trust in God who is able to solve our problems. Thank you very much. It Welcome. has been a pleasure to have you here as our guest, and we hope that should the occasion ever arise, you'll be willing to come again so that our viewers can get more of your wisdom. Thank you, my pastor. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. God bless. Thanks. Okay. It has been another packed program where we find so much information from areas that perhaps we have, may not have thought about as things that relate to health. I like the aspect that our guest today brought up, the aspect of health in context of your profession. I don't know where you work, but it is up to you to think about it and say, if I am a teacher, how do I conduct myself during the day Am I looking after my body? Am I looking after my health within the environment that I'm working in? Today we had a guest who is an accountant. I like the things that he brought up. 
which I believe affect many of us. Environment in the office. So many of us, we work while sitting down. Did you know that just by sitting down for an hour, your body is already beginning to take so much pressure? Did you know that there are so many people that when they go home now after retirement, suffer from backache because of the sitting that we do all the time? The other thing that we may not have managed to get into is the issue of the screen time. Especially the people that are into accounting, they work with the spreadsheets, they work with those things that they're always looking at the screen, but they're not alone. All of us these days, we work with computers, with laptops, and we spend a lot of time looking on the screen. Do you realize that the amount of time that you spend looking on the screen can also be equivalent to the damage that you are doing to your eyes. So many of us, for many different reasons, are using glasses. Soon enough, so many of us will probably go blind. Think about it. Could there be something that we could have done to prevent that? Another condition that we end up finding, which again I call a symptom of what we are doing, are issues with our finger. Those of us who have got cell phones, you are always pressing. You are always pressing. We've got fancy name for that. They call it carpal tunnel syndrome. Don't worry about the name. If you want, you can go and look for it up. But basically what it says is that your nerves that are passing through in the hand, they get pinched from all this movement of you moving up and down with this thumb because of all the things that you are doing on the cell phones. The same thing, we have got conditions we call mouse disease. Because you use, you use a mouse. I know there are others that use the pad on, but there are many people that still use the mouse. So your mouse keeps moving up and down, you end up with a bad wrist because of the mouse. We have got people also that have even ended up being bedridden from the neck. By virtue of you sitting the whole day just looking down and reading and up, and sometimes very few movements that you are doing, you end up with the muscle strained and sometimes you pinch a nerve in the neck. Now, are you going to wait until your fingers have given up, you've got the arthritis and you've got all those fancy diseases by those names I call them, or you've got something wrong with your neck or you've got something wrong with your back? Are you going to wait for that? Or would you not rather take control of your health. When you say, this is my health, you are saying, what sort of things do I find people suffering from around me? What sort of things can I put in place to make sure that I protect my own health? Going to the doctor, going to physiotherapist, going to any health professional out there, even if it's a herbalist, even if it's a traditional medicine man, any one of those, they cannot give you health. They will try to fix whatever it is that you are presenting to them. They may be so good that they can help you to find the causes of that. But nobody can turn back the clock. If you are listening to us right now, if you are a viewer and you know that you've got your health intact, you are young, you are still able to do a lot of things for yourself. You are still able to run. You can say, this is my health. Saying this is my health means deciding deliberately 
Remember one of the words we have is C, choice. Making a deliberate choice to stay healthy. Health is not a matter of money. Health is a matter of the choice that you make. Some of our guests have talked about foodstuffs. Choice, when you have got different types of foods to pick from, any one of those foodstuffs will cost you money. The question is, which one will you pay more for? Maybe brown bread seems a little bit more expensive than the white bread. But in the long run, if the white bread is going to cost you some disease that you now have to pay for, don't you think brown bread was cheaper? This is just bread for bread. Maybe you are struggling with deciding on whether to stop eating meat, as we've heard from different people that it is not good for us. Maybe you are struggling with deciding to drink water instead of the sodas. Which one is actually cheaper, water or soda? Fine, they don't taste the same. But ultimately, the choice is yours. Are you going to buy your health outside something that you actually cannot do? Or are you going to look after yourself? Are you going to say with us, this is my health. I choose to be healthy. I choose to look after myself at work. I choose to stand up and walk around and not sit the whole time. I choose to be in charge of my health. I hope you will be ready to come and go on this journey with us next time. But for today, we just want to wish you Godspeed. This is my health. The word weather encompasses so